0: Gather gather near the doctors in the house so then. If you have a pain, call a doctor. If you have a sprain, call a doctor. Let the doctor know what you're going through. Let him tell you what's good for you. Because the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the
1: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. Welcome during this uh, holiday time. I really appreciate it. Uh, And today we're going to have a holiday type show, but on something you should know about, something called microplastics. And before we get into that, This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude during this holiday season. Grateful people are happier, less depressed, less stressed and more satisfied with their lives and social relationships. So let's turn in those panic attacks for love attacks. And I wanted to, again, thank the people over at Feedspot. We're moving up in the list. Uh, We started out, uh, I don't know, down in the top, we were in the top 50 and then now we're up to 23. So uh, thank you for your support and listening to this program it really makes a difference and it keeps us interested to keep going. And I love it. I love it. So we've had some interesting discussions over the past few weeks about the toxic world. so that makes me want to tell you about your, the food you eat. And there is an organization called the environmental working group, EWG.org and they have come out with their 2022 Shopper's Guide to Pesticides and Produce. And number one on the list, ladies and gentlemen, is strawberries, the most pesticides. Number two is spinach, and number three is kale, collard, and mustard greens. Nectarines come in at number four, apples at number five, six is grapes, bell peppers, and hot peppers at number seven, cherries at number eight peaches at number nine pears at number ten so the lower on the list the less pesticides so they keep going on and on bananas come in at number 30 cantaloupe at 35 uh, honeydew melon come in at 39 which means less uh, pesticides than the number one strawberries and uh, the least amount of pesticides were found in avocados, and they come in number 46 on the list. So you don't have to remember it, and you don't have to listen to uh, this podcast again. Just go to ewg.org, and you can find the list of EWG's Guide to Pesticides and Produce. I think your eyes will be open. They also have a nice section in there, that evaluates the water quality in your area. So you can go there, put your zip code in and, and see what your water quality is like. I thought that was really interesting. So a couple of things. Just remember, as we've been talking with these past couple of years, these uh, TV experts, the experts are nothing if not certain about what you should know and when you should know it. And by all indications, that's not likely to change anytime soon. And we've seen these talking heads, including Fauci, change time after time because they are just puppets. In the profound words of the multi-talented Kamala Harris, quote, it is time for us to do what we have been doing, and the time is every day. Take that for what it's worth, ladies and gentlemen. Speaking about all those... uh, produce, all that good-looking produce, when you see the, the list that they show you pictures of it, it really looks great. Uh, just remember that we are, we are surrounded by colors, right? I mean, the clothes we wear, how we paint our walls, what we have in our home, what objects are laying around the house. And uh, colors, believe it or not, have a powerful influence on both your emotional state and your physical state.
0: You might not realize
1: that, you know, if you're, uh, feeling sad and you go into a blue room, it doesn't really help you, does it? So each color, each color has a, a particular type of energy. So say you want to be motivated and you want to really get out there. What, what color do you think you would, do you think you would wear black? No, maybe you wear yellow, or maybe you would eat some yellow foods. And maybe you want to combat some loneliness and clear your negative thoughts. think you would you would surround yourself with gray? No. You might surround yourself with red and pink and other essential colors. And we'll talk more about this next week uh, about how um, you can maybe get more creative and have more energy by the colors you choose to surround yourself with. And that's why we've always told you to eat a colorful diet. You know, your vegetables should be multicolored. So what the heck are microplastics? Well, they are chemically active materials, less than five millimeters in size and they can attract and they combine can combine with compounds known to harm us, like cadmium, lead, PCBs and pesticides. And the plastics themselves when they're manufactured have their own toxic compounds, which includes the BPA, you know, we talked about this An endocrine disruptor can act like estrogen, And these compounds can degrade and get into the environment and it can get into the soil and to human tissue and i want to talk to you about this a little later because they can harm our health are we being cautious enough do we need overwhelming amount of proof or can the observation that our health is failing be enough to make us more thoughtful of microplastics? I mean, there is an actual foundation called the Plastic Soup Foundation, and they've had a long campaign to eliminate uh, plastic microbeads, you know, because you see that in a lot of personal care products. Because it ends up in the sewage and becomes sludge. So in this place, it's just a, you know, remember, it doesn't go away. It's it's a, the forever chemical that stays with us forever. Now, the EU is ahead of us on, on chemicals in general. And in the EU, they have proposed a ban on it to uh, microplastics, including those in personal, per, 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 excuse me, personal care products, as well as the slow-release fertilizers and seed coating used in agriculture. So, uh, microplastics. So, if you follow Children's Health Defense Org, Children's Health Defense Oregon. I've told you this since the beginning of the scandemic as as a a website run by uh, J. uh, Robert F. Kennedy. They talk there about aquaculture. Aquaculture is farm raised fish and other marine organisms. Why are they talking about it? Because farmed fish is contaminated with microplastic particles because it's in their feed. Why is that troubling? Because you eat that fish. These farm fish are directly being fed plastics. It impacts their health and their nutritional value and contaminates the people who eat that fish. And a lot of people want to have fish, right, for the for the marine lipids that are in them. Although, you know, we talked about uh, marine lipids are no more than antifreeze for deep water cold fish. And we do recommend the plant-based parent essential oils. But be that as it may, people still eat a lot of fish anymore. So there's a study out there. Where they sampled 26 fish meal products from 11 countries on four continents plus Antarctica and found plastics in every sample except from the one from Antarctica. So, every fish you have, eat is going to have microplastics in it. And fish meal is the core ingredient in these farm raised fish. So um this plastic is going to end up in our organs because and studies have documented this. The microplastics are captured that are ca- captured in seafood and found in an average of 60% of fish, 198 species, and it's in their organs. So don't you think we should pay a little bit of attention to uh, microplastics, and 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 one thing I warned you about over a year ago is the surgical masks that are being that were being made at three million masks a minute, and they were not properly disposed of. These masks are. Littering cities, clogging sewage channels, and turning up in bodies of water. And they are becoming a plastic problem. Now, there's some studies that says that, that talk about humans using 129 billion face masks each month. That's billion with a B. About 3 million face masks a minute. And most of them are disposable face masks made from plastic. It's non-biodegradable and breaks down into smaller plastic particles. And it gets into our ecosystems. WHO was estimating back when 89 million medical masks were required for the COVID response each and every month. So um, you you can see wearing these surgical masks, which absolutely did nothing anyway, 143 studies proved that they were worthless in our oceans, in our oceans, eaten and finally getting into our fish. These face masks get into the environment. You know, you see them lying around golf courses, driveways, biking paths, they're in landfills, they're in dumpsters, they're all over the place. And you know what? That's how they get into our lakes, our rivers, and our oceans. And they break down into these little plastic particles. It doesn't take a long time, within a few weeks, but you know what? Plastic doesn't go away. 13 million tons of plastic are in our oceans every year, and that's from a 2018 estimate. So, why am I telling you this? Well, for a lot of reasons. And number one is microplastics are now found in 90% of table salt. So, do you like a little seasoning with your food? How about putting some plastic in there? Little bits of plastic. 90% of the table salt brands that, that were sampled worldwide had microplastics. So guess what? Humans, we're ingesting this. We're ingesting it. So we're getting it from our salt. We're getting it from marine animals, fish. So, you know, how much is enough? You know, if you go through the list of, of salts that have microplastics, some have, uh, more than others, but you know, how much arsenic is enough? A a little bit every day, or, or do you want it all at once? And there are pictures of sea animals trying to navigate through this plastic in our oceans, and it's, it's, it's really sad to see. So you know what? You know what it comes down to? We're at, the estimates are that the average adult consumes approximately 2,000 microplastics per year through salt alone. through salt alone. And we're not talking about the personal care products that we opened with just through salt alone. So it's in our waters. It's in our salt. It's in our farm soil and then into our food supply. Think about it. I mean, I don't want to get you depressed, but, you know, knowledge is power. So we have to address this issue. So there were some studies that came out. I'm going to try and find them for you real fast. Uh, It was just out yesterday. Finding... Uh, plastic. Well, here's one. This, this, this came out today. A study shows that the inhalation of microplastics found in those masks we talked about is getting into our lung tissue. Now, what's the long-term effect of having plastic in your lungs, ladies and gentlemen, especially for the children? The disposable mass that we talked about that you see all over the place in landfills and public places that degrades into microscopic particles of plastic have been found in the lower lungs. And this isn't a rat, this is of living, human human beings. That study came out of Great Britain in the lower part of the lungs, never seen there before. So it's an environmental problem, but it's also a human problem. You want to keep wearing those masks? I saw someone interviewed from Philadelphia where they're re the masks. And they say, oh, I don't mind. Well, they should mind. A, they don't do no good. Even WHO says that, and that's a corrupt organization. But every study that was done did not show any benefits from wearing masks. And now, you know, we talked about all the bacteria that gets into your lungs, especially with kids. Now you got to worry about the plastics. You know, a lot of people wear these masks and they don't clean them. So they are a serious health threat, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I live in Florida and a group of uh, parents down here sent the swabs from their children's face masks to have analyzed at the University of Florida. And they were contaminated with with plenty of dangerous pathogens. You know, ones that can cause pneumonia, metagitis, strep throat, et cetera. They were dangerous pathogens. And these kids were breathing them day in and day out. And, and these mass obstruct breathing and your CO2 goes up. You can't tell me that they're not aware of this. Of course, it's not the scientists that are making these rules. It's the political scientists, it's the politicians and politics and medicine should not mix like oil and water. So are we starting to see some early pulmonary toxicity? You know, daycare workers have noticed that they felt like they were swallowing cat hair while they were wearing those gray and blue masks. Imported from where? You got it, China. That was reported in Radio Canada. So you still want to have all those masks, ladies and gentlemen? And here's something else. Microplastics were found in human blood for the first time ever. Researchers in the Netherlands analyzed blood samples from 22 healthy volunteers. Plastic particles were found in 17. That's a 77% incidence micro plastic particles in our blood. Is that any good? You don't have to be a doctor or a scientist. You just have to have some common sense and you know it's not. So our blood now may be be becoming polluted with plastic. I think it's a health risk. but who knows about it? Who's even looking for it? Well, this group in the Netherlands looked for it and they found it. And half of those particles were PET plastic. That's the kind they use to make water bottles. How many people are walking around sucking on water bottles and soda bottles? A third were the kind of uh, plastic used in food packaging and a quarter were, were was uh, uh, that kind that they used to make plastic bags. You Shouldn't have any in our blood, now we have it. But it can't be good for our blood cells, can it? Can't be good for our blood cells. Can't be good for our organs, our liver, our spleen can't be good for our pregnant mothers and their fetuses. I told you, I already talked to you about what plastics do to our gut microbiome. They screw it all up and that's where 80% of our immunity is. You know... There are, there's a lot of studies done in rats, but do you want to be a rat when this is concerned because cardiovascular toxicity has been demonstrated in rats where polystyrene microplastics could lead to cardiac fibrosis and dysfunction. Okay. It's in rats, but do you want to keep ingesting products that have microplastics and, and be a lab rat and find out 10 years from now you have a fibrotic myocardium? and your heart isn't pumping as good as it it should. So we have to be careful. The air we breathe, the food we eat, the nanoparticles that the pharmaceutical companies put into their products, our personal care products, our lip gloss, certain types of polyethylene and toothpaste, and tattoo ink residues. So of all the plastic particles we get in our bodies, ladies and gentlemen, most is thought to be either be ingested, like eating fish with microplastics, or inhaled, rather than absorbed through the skin. So could these plastics affect our immune system? You know, after you get that fourth booster, Dr. Malone says you, in effect, have a vaccine vaccine. Acquired immune deficiency. That's how much this this uh, clot shot interferes with our immunity. Now you add plastics into that. You add stress into that. You add fear into that. Is it no wonder we're so sick as a as a nation? So um, you know we really have to eat, be eating whole foods. That can be. Minimize the amount of plastic packaging. Be careful and avoid plastic wrap produce as well. You might want to start using reusable shopping bags, but I will tell you, please wash out and spray colloidal silver in those shopping bags. You might want to bring your own mug when you go to go to the, uh, store for your cup of coffee. Store your foods in glass containers and mason jars, not plastic. Don't go for those disposable razors, right? I mean, they just end up, we'll end up in the landfill and in the ocean, and we end up eating them. Some people are saying maybe we should be so conscientious that we take our own containers to the restaurant if we want to take home leftovers. They're suggesting that when we go to the dry cleaner, we say don't wrap it in plastic. And again, you know, processed foods always come up because they're stored in plastic bags and chemicals. So if you have the opportunity, please buy fresh and forego those plastic bags. So we're finding microplastics in our blood in our micro in our gut these little bits of plastic so toxic to our brain probably I haven't gotten into that but there's some articles I'm looking into because they're so small they might disturb that blood brain barrier we know they're interfering with our our wildlife and they are a polluter so the top five dangers of microplastics they're toxic to our gut to our lung to our liver and to our brain cells a potential now It's described as a major potential negative effect on the gut, heart, lung, and reproductive health. Damage to our marine wildlife, to its biodiversity, to the health of our marine animals. And is it contaminating our water? Does it really get filtered out? According to one investigation, 83% of water test samples from a major metropolitan area around the world have plastic fiber contamination. So you think, well, I'll drink from bottled water. Well, the World Health Organization announced a review into the possible risks of plastic in drinking water from a bottle, and the top bottled water brands revealed that More than 90% of them contain tiny pieces of plastic. So, ladies and gentlemen, these microplastics are tiny, less than 5 millimeters. Really, really small. Found in seafood, salt, cosmetic products, clothing, food containers, and more. They affect the environment, animals, and ourselves as human beings. It accumulates in bodies of water. They're finding now it probably accumulates in our gut. I I told you now they've found it in the lower lungs of the lower lobes of the lung and in our blood. And as I just said, it is in bottled water and tap water. We like Dr. T, thank you for the kind comments. Uh, don't want to go too long today because of the holiday week, but this is what I have to say, you know, and I do have a couple more comments. I just cannot avoid just telling you. And if you're not following me on Telegram, follow me on Telegram, Doc Ron unfiltered and uh, you'll see comments there by dr malone the inventor of the mrna process i'm going to quote what he just said here about these shots these ge- genetic vaccines do not prevent omicron infection viral, repli- viral replication or or spread to others Data from all over the world indicates that the triple vaccinated may be at an increased risk for infection, disease, and death from Omicron. Remember, we told you these vaccines are called leaky vaccines, and they're not even vaccines. They're really genetic chemotherapy. They don't last long. Now, you may have some resistance after a shot, but it goes away in four months. And as Dr. Malone says, they are not completely safe. And the the main risk remain unknown because this is the largest human experiment in history. It's not like having natural immunity where you get infected in your nasal pharynx. This is shot into your body bypassing the respiratory system. So there's a risk, right? But if there's a risk, there should be a choice. That's bioethics. All medical procedures, all vaccines, all drugs have risks. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a right to understand what those risks are and decide whether we're willing to accept those risks. And now, a study was recently published in Pediatric Health, Medicine, and Therapeutics, and they finally are concluding that there's a significant relationship between mercury concentration and autism. Those of us in the natural field have known this for decades, and we have warned you about mercury, in vaccines and in fillings. And this should really catch everybody's attention, but I don't see it, uh, on any news channel, us life expectancy declined in 2021. Did that surprise anybody? You still want to listen to, uh, Tony Fauci and his universal vaccine against a, a virus that hardly, uh, was not that bad when they redid all the statistics. But made billions of dollars for the pharmaceutical industry. Billions. I think the CEO of Pfizer walked away with twenty some billion dollars last year. Not bad for for him. And, but how many people are out of work and just making it week to week? So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for tuning in to Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored. Uh, we are on spotify we are on uh, itunes radio iheart radio apple google podpage nice 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 setup they have there they have given us a nice a, a nice uh webpage there too podpage.com dr ron unfiltered uncensored so if you like us write us a little uh positive uh comment that really will go a long way Uh, We will see you next week. And I want you to relax over this uh, holiday season because Easter is here. And it's really one of the most favorite times of the year. It's a hopeful season. Why? Because we're going to be warmer. That spring weather is right around the corner. Flowers will start to pop. Beautiful flowers. We have that hope of being renewed. And we want to share that love and spread that joy to our family and friends. So happy Easter, everybody. And may this day be as special and beautiful as you all are. And with that, we will see you next week. Have a great holiday. Thank you for tuning in.